Greetings to you, dear people. Welcome to this week's episode of Electric Leftovers. Aww. You smell nice today. So what up? What up? What's going on today? Uh, over at Ye Olde website, we have some new Deadpool. We have some new Treasure Hunter G. Uh, Jade has got some new Mega Man thing going on. What's this called, Jade? That's not the one. That took me to Treasure Hunter G. This one. Uh, let's see. Mega Man 3 Improvement. I think he's... I don't know if it's a ROM hack or if it's just him playing through. I have not watched any of them yet. But Jade's got some new Mega Man. And that's always exciting. Because when Jade plays Mega Man, uh, you get someone who knows what the hell they're doing instead of me who's just, you know, run, jump, shoot, push buttons. Um, he runs, jump, shoots, pushes buttons with a purpose. Uh, got some stuff coming up from Ragnats, I hope. He had me get him some banners and thumbnails. Jade had me do a whole bunch, so Jade's got a bunch of stuff coming on. Uh, and this weekend there should be a new episode of Bat and Kytos, Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean, to talk about. Uh, over in the forums, we've had a little discussion about, um, Majora's Mask happening, and a little bit about, um... Konami and all that kind of stuff going on. So, uh, if you want to get involved in the conversation, please do go over there and check it out. Okay, thank you very much. It's very nice of you. Love you bunches. Um, and I have stumbled upon a new emulator, which I think normally this is not news, but this is such a great emulator. I think it really needs talking about. And you can find a post for that over at the forums. Okay, okay. the archives today we are going to take a little talk and look at a game that I used to own when I was a kid I wish I still did it was a great game um, really super super great early kind of launch title thing for the Super Nintendo had a really disappointing sequel and that game is act razor yes indeedy uh, long ago, you and your people built a peaceful land, but since then your world has been taken over and inhabited by the evil Tanzer and his guardians. Your once tranquil land has become a breeding ground for monsters. Injured, you have returned to your sky palace and have fallen into a deep sleep. Now, many years have passed and you have recovered from your injuries and slumber. You must punish Tanzra and restore the world to your people or lose their faith forever. Now this Let's Play I've got going on is actually 
a fan-translated version of the Japanese game, not the official English Enix version. It's quite a bit harder, not really any of the dialogue or all that has changed. It's just a harder game. It's got a great soundtrack, plays great. The story is, you know, kind of kind of a little different. It kind of works into the whole Soul Blazer saga, not officially. Um that Enix did, and that had Soul Blazer, Terranigma, and that other game, that name has escaped me. Illusion of Gaia, that was the one. Those those three kind of all work along the same method. Actraiser is kind of, kind of similar, kind of hangs out on the outside of that. It's very, very similar in some aspects. Uh, very different in others. Um, it's a side-scrolling action platformer. But what made the game unique and what made the game different at the time is it actually worked in a simulation setting. Um, every area in the game was divided up into two action parts where you would actually go down as God, pretty much, and beat up the bad guys. In between that, you would take command of an angel and kind of SimCity-ish with a little bit of top-down shooters, stuff for demons going on, you would do some puzzle solving and guide the people to build their homes in each area that you cleared out of monsters. The more people you had, the more people believed in you, the more health you got. Um, so it was kind of a level-up system a little bit. Plus, they would also find magic and things like that that they would then present to you, uh, which you could use in the action segments. It was really, really cool. Fantastic soundtrack. Um, there is an orchestrated, orchestrated, orchestrated version of the soundtrack, which is just amazing. Um, game did have a sequel some years later, Actraiser 2, which removed all of the simulation stuff, had improved graphics. I would say, for the most part, the soundtrack is actually not as good, though the instrumentation that they got out of the chip was better. Um, it was much, much harder, and the original was hard enough to begin with, and it added some really, really weird combat things. It got rid of the magic system, where you could equip one spell and take it with you. Instead, you charged up your magic, and depending on whether you were standing, or looking up, or ducking, or jumping, or diving, or whatever, your magic would be different. Um, the combat was really, really horrible, and not having the simulation part in it really kind of took a lot of the fun out of the game in the second one. Um, I owned the second game. I bought it specifically because I had the first game and had loved it so much. I don't know that I ever finished a stage. And I had the game for a month, maybe two, and it was gone. I, I got rid of that thing quick. However, uh, you should be on the lookout for a Let's Play of Actraiser 2, now that I finally found an emulator that will play the damn thing. Um, that could be coming up in a couple weeks. It could not be. Who's to say? Anyway, it's a not a terribly long game. It's got some pretty great music and everything else going on, so I would really suggest if you have not seen this game or have not heard of it, you give it a chance. If you're into kind of the Castlevania-y kind of games, this is the action sequences are really right up that that alley. The simulation stuff is kind of fun if you're, you know, SimCity-ish. Um, but not not quite so much micromanaging, right? People usually handle things on their own. Uh, it's very worth a check out for the music. 
um, if nothing else. And the old show Nick Arcade actually featured a stage from this game. Well, if you remember Nick Arcade at all, you might remember parts of this. Look, you got something you think needs to be on the podcast, but you're too socially embarrassed to send me an email about it. That's kind of weird. What you can do, though, is call in to the show. Yes, you, listening right now, can call in to the Electric Leftovers hotline. Leave me a message. If you got something you'd like to have read on the show, hell, do that, too. Uh, Whatever you want to do, number to call is 206 376 7279. Pretty much anything is cool. And if you don't want to have what you've left me read on the podcast or even played on the podcast, just say so. I will make sure not to include it. Thanks a lot. You know, this is not something I've run into before here with the News of the Weird, but there actually are no new stories this week. Um, so we're just going to go over some of the ones that we didn't get to last week. I am recording this way early because I've got to go to work early instead of having my normal Thursday day off. But uh, yeah, we're going to get this done. So we got some some ironies. I will leave it to you to decide if these are actually indeed ironies or just people ironically eh, misusing the word as is tend to be the ancient art of yoga ladies and gentlemen is supposed to offer a path to inner peace wrote the wall street journal in february before launching into a report on how many yoga classes these days are so crowded that inner peace seekers are more likely than ever either to see throughout their session or to openly confront floor hoggers. Explained one coach, people who are practicing yoga want to zen. They don't already have it. Some timely information. Joseph Foran, who is 21, with a 1.72 blood alcohol level, plowed into a pickup truck in April in Trumbull, Connecticut, though with no serious injuries. Please say a Foran's cell phone on the seat still display the current text message, Don't drink and drive. Dad. According to police records released in April, Amila Dago, now 24 and awaiting trial for DUI manslaughter, was trading sarcastic texts with her ex-boyfriend that night in August 2013 while bar hopping, later registering a 1.78 blood alcohol as she ran a red light, smashed into a pickup truck, injuring, injuring herself badly and her friend in the passenger seat fatally. According to the police report, her last text to the ex-boyfriend three minutes early was, 
Driving drunk. Woo, I'll be dead, thanks to you. All of these texts, by the way, perfect spelling and grammar. Uh, the Indian Journal of Dermatology announced in April that it was withdrawing recent scientific, a recent scientific paper by a dentist in uh, Kerala State. Development of a guideline to approach plagiarism in Indian scenarios because parts of the article had been plagiarized from a student dissertation. And low voter turnout in non-presidential election years is increasingly problematic in easily distracted Los Angeles, but the issue was specifically addressed by campaigners on March 3rd city council elections, which of course only about 9% of registered voters cast ballots in. 9%. <laughs> Millions of sports fans draft their own fantasy sports team, and even the base, base, even the bass fishing tournament circuit has its fantasy league, where fans select anglers good at exploiting choice spots on lakes. In March, Alaska Dispatch News reported that for the fourth straight year, there would be an Iditarod Fantasy League with a salary cap of $27,000 to pick seven mushers with the best chances to push their dogs to victory, with all stars going for around $6,000 and promising rookies selling for much, much less. Alfred Guercio, who is 54, was arrested in Burnsville, Minnesota in March after forcibly entering a neighbor's home and swiping a knife set that he had given the woman as a Christmas gift. He told the woman and police that he was taking the gift back as he was upset that the woman was failing to appreciate it enough. And finally, in March, arranged marriage ceremony... The March arranged, excuse me, marriage ceremony in Kanpur, India was about to start when cousins of the bride, whose name is Lovely, daughter of Mohar Singh, commandeered center stage and demanded that the groom, Ram Baran, answer the question, what is 15 plus 6? Baran answered, 17. And in short order, Lovely and her family began to drift out of the room and the marriage was off. Eventually, according to the Times of India report, the family settled the fiasco amiably with all gifts returned. For today's episode of Electric Leftovers, hope you all enjoyed. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have some uh, new news of the weird next week, and I will have some more news about the website for you. Um, just real quick, as I'm working on these episodes, I pop over to Facebook to just you know, because it's Facebook and you get bored. And lo and behold, I see Steve Martin. Very much today, Steve Martin. Dressing very uh, much like Ruprecht from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. How about that? Pretty great, huh? I think it's pretty great. Uh, don't forget, you can get involved with the show by sending some emails or some phone calls and all of that. Uh, also, leaving some messages over at the forums in the section for each one of the episodes. 
because we like to hear from you. You know, makes the show better. Uh, we'll see you around. And uh, you have a good one now. Okay. Thank you. Bye.